So tell me, Jess, this week, this past week, we, we met a week ago, we went live and we talked, one of the things we talked about, or you've shared with me about like loving yourself, how are you showing up for yourself? What, what do you, what have you been doing this past week? Maybe some things that you don't, or you haven't normally done that you're doing and you're going to repeat them because they felt really good. It might be the opposite. So in full transparency, which is what we're going for, right? This is going to be a tough one, maybe. So I'm super proud of myself. Like, let's celebrate right before we even start that I didn't cancel. I had this amazing high last week, right? Like all these great things happen and we had our interaction and did our live and my Bible study study on Wednesday evenings has been so moving and like exactly what I need. Like Wednesdays are my favorite day of the week, usually, um, because I usually have a good interaction like in the morning with somebody on a podcast content or, you know, conversation. And then I have the Bible study in the evening. And so I had this amazing week. It was super busy, super packed, super tasked. I had floor duty and appointments and band. I volunteered for band Friday was like one of the busiest days I've had in a while. Um, so it was really full. And then this was the first weekend since James left. And it was busy, busy, busy. And I was fielding the boys. I was feeling, fielding Max on Monday. And then I was fielding Lincoln. And by fielding, I mean, like, preparing for the emotions that they were going to go through that they didn't even know that they were going to go through from, you know, the amazing connection of having dad home for the weekend and the four glorious days that we had and then him leaving. And so I was so full uh, worrying about them and their needs, making sure they were met and like just getting through. Not that I wasn't, you know, on an amazing hire or whatever, but it was very still on the weekend. Max stayed with a friend and it was like his second family is what I call it. Like he didn't even come home on the bus Friday and I picked him up Sunday afternoon. I did take him clothes and money, but cause they only live around the corner. But, um, and then Lincoln had banned all day Friday evening and then Saturday, most of the day. Um, so I was by myself. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but I had so many, I'm picking because I'm like anxious. Sorry, I'll be better. Um, so I had this time to myself and I was missing my husband. So I had all these plans or taskers in mind. I'm going to clean this and organize this and paint this. And it's going to be, I'm going to work out and it's going to be so fantastic. And I just didn't have it. And so, uh, after our conversation, you know, like I said, it was an amazing week all the way up until Saturday, I think when I was alone and I just kind of got sad, you know, like stuck into watching happy, romantic love movies. Cause there's a happy ending, you know, and then we talked, James and I talked and stuff on weekend, but it's just, it's different. It's a whole thing. And then so today's Tuesday, Monday, I was still kind of in a funk, but I got up and did things. I didn't work out. I intend to go to the gym tomorrow. So how did I love myself? Um, I say all of that to tell you that I sat in it, the emotion, the sadness, because it's sad. And 
I was thinking today and I'm like, I'm not sad. Like, oh my gosh, we can't make it. This is so hard. I'm sad because it is difficult, but I still have the boys and I still have the dogs and I still have the house and I have all these things to keep me busy. And James doesn't. And he is constantly looking at, I can hear the sadness in his voice of missing his family. And so (laughs) it makes it really hard. Not like I said, it's not like I can't take every day on and get all of the things done that need to be done to survive. But the hurt that my spouse is feeling, you know, you can't take that away and it sucks. And so that's the hardest part that I've found so far about being apart is just missing each other. And then knowing that you're missing each other and there's sadness in that. But it gives me hope for when he can retire and we don't have to do this anymore or live this life anymore. So I watched movies and I ate comfort food, which I know you had, (laughs) you wanted to talk about nutrition. My comfort foods have changed. So that's a really good conversation because usually I would like eat Oreos and mashed potatoes and gravy and the like heavy, heavy stuff, right? When you're sad. And um, I I didn't do that bad. I was really good. I got Milano cookies and then I only ate two at a time per hour. Hey, <laughs> good job. <laughs> So they lasted a couple of days, but you know what we do. Um, I did. Um, what else? I I went to the gym on Friday. It was amazing. I did not go on Saturday, but I, I find joy in cooking for my family now, whereas before I kind of resented it. Um, if I, I don't know how it would switch. It's more difficult now to make the decisions and the space to follow the recipe emotionally than it was before. But like, I want, I don't know, I was making peanut butter cookies this afternoon for the boys for when they came home from school. And I was like, who even are you? Like, why, you know, like, why did the little, and I made them chili and that's, I cannot, I made spaghetti two days ago and those are red sauce and they're not amazing for my stomach. So I'm like, okay, if I eat one bowl and then no more, then the boys can eat it for days. They love it and they will eat it for days without complaining. So I feel like I went on and on and on and you're so quiet. (laughs) I'm just actively listening, allowing you to share from your heart. (sighs) That's what this is about. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I did. That's what I did. But um, yeah, I, sounds like uh, there's a lot of self, a lot of self love in there because you, uh, from my perspective, what you just shared, you ag- allowed and acknowledged giving yourself time to process your emotion, and you are human after all. I am human. Yeah. So you allowed you you and did you have some comfort food? Yes, but who wouldn't, right? And you you realize that your pattern 
was different than maybe it would have been. So I hope you're like, you know, in those moments when you're feeling yippee, like, yes, progress. It's hard when you're in it because so now we're discussing it. I feel better. And then I had a couple accountability calls this morning that made me feel better. Like talking to people that actually do the work also and know, you know, what it's like that I didn't stay in it for three weeks or that I'm doing little things like, um, what did I do yesterday morning? So I would get out of my bedroom because I saw it. I saw it coming, you know, my safe space, the sometimes my living room feels like too big for me. It's too much space for me to be in and I need a smaller space. It's part of the way my brain works and comfort. I need a weighted blanket. I need, you know, a smaller space. I need a comfortable pillow. Like, I I don't know. I just, the things that we, I think the way people are and they don't really acknowledge out loud, but finding that things are coming. So I stripped my bed and I left it like that for the day so that I didn't get back in my bed. And I even texted James a picture and was like, I was like, look what I did. And he was like, oh, you're changing the sheets. And I'm like, yes, I am glad that you're acknowledging that I'm changing the sheets. And I appreciate that. I said, but also I'm not in the bed and I really want to be in the bed. And if I could fit between the mattress and the box springs comfortably for the day, (laughs) I would hide in there. Um, But I got up. And so... I don't know. It was just something it it took a lot for me to do that. And because I even I feel like I'm failing because I even had to do that. But you're right. I need to celebrate that. I saw it and I pushed myself to the uncomfortable because that's where we grow. And it is a sign of growth. But like, I get tired. Like I get tired, Lynn, of thinking that, oh, this is going to be the last time I spiral like this. I'm going to have my emotions under wraps and it's going to get easier. And like, I'm the positive Polly. You want lifted up? Have a conversation with Jess. But some days it's hard for me, for me to tell me. And I think that that's why I have conversations with people like you and try to surround myself, you know, with uplifters. Because well, because you don't have to go it alone. You you don't have to carry the weight for all of us, right? I can give you a brick. You get, oh, I'm getting goosebumps. You give me a brick. You know, your friend, you know, the people in your community that you're close with, your other, your other tribe, you know, other people that are in your tribe. We, we're, we're just, we're, we're carrying bricks for each other. So it just doesn't feel as heavy. And we're offering different perspectives. I, I appreciate that. I wish I could hug you. Hug. I feel it. I know. Mm. And and I like I want to share with people because I don't think it's acknowledged as much as it should be how much we do and how much we do for others. And then whenever we do for ourselves, like I find myself every day battling with thinking negative thoughts about myself because I didn't make a dollar because I have tied my worth and value in production all too financial and I'm going through tremendous growth and making tremendous strides in in different categories in my life but it's not showing up in a dollar value and I know 
I know that there are other things than money and I shouldn't put the value on money. And it's so easy to say it that I know it in my heart. But I still have the thoughts in my head and I still have to battle it. And I don't know if that's like like where it comes into like, you know, you label it like an addiction or an obsession or mental illness or like a fixation for anxiety, you know, like find a reason to be upset. I troubleshoot with myself a lot and have these conversations. Do you ever do you ever do that with I, yourself? I'm an over I'm an overthinker. I don't know if you consider yourself an overthinker, but I can overthink. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we talked about this last week. So this itty bitty committee up here, sometimes it needs us back. Um and it's so interesting how like some days, like when I need a slap and I know I need a slap, but I don't have the strength to slap myself, you'll text me or, you know, somebody else that I'm really close to will just randomly, hey, thinking about you. And it's almost like, oh, there's my little energetic slap. Like they feel that I needed something, right? Just even flow. And I don't know if, if people listening, watching can can relate to that, but um, yeah, I love, but yeah. And for me too, um, and I'm sorry, I just interrupted you. Um, no, yes, I can feel the way you feel. And for me, I've realized that I go back to like not feeling worthy. Right. So you're, you're doing all these things that you're doing, right. You're putting all this energy in where it's not like this yet. Right. But you're you're filling the cup, filling the cup, filling the cup, filling the cup. Right. And so it it I believe it is your yeah, your scales may feel a little I don't know that you would want to say unbalanced right now. No, that's it. That's perfect. Like what you're saying is hitting me so hard right now. Like keep yeah. going, because like I yeah. like connected to you, like go, keep going. I need to So hear yeah, that. so even though you feel like the the scales are unbalanced, you're still giving, you know, you're, you're sending and receiving energy. And, and, and some of that is time, right? Some of that is philanthropy, that it's coaching and mentoring other women. It's time into your family. Like your, your worth for your family, for being present, being a really good mom, bringing the boys to everywhere they need to be to cooking the meals, to taking care of the dogs. Like that is time is money, right? And when James is home, you, you share your responsibilities as you share them. But when James isn't physically home, Jessica is, Jessica's it. And so I look at it like, yes, you, you may feel like it's way lopsided right now. But if you keep showing up the way you're showing up, it's going to it's going to even off and then it's going to go the other way sometimes. You know, it's just I, I feel that. that. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, uh, back to how I measure success or how I used to measure success and now I'm how I measure success. And I was thinking about this when I was making the peanut butter cookies and the chili because. Like I said, I can only have one bowl of chili, but my kids love it and we'll eat it for days. And they're so happy when I make it. And then the peanut butter cookies, I love it, but I can only have one. 
So I make these things, you know, to indulge in, but also for them. But it was like, when I was making it, I was like, I do not like domesticated work. Why am I doing it? I'm happy while I'm doing this. And then I thought, because it'll make the boys happy. And like, I want to do that for them more now than ever. (laughs) You know, like I always wanted to, but like, lighten, lighten their day even more. Hey. I'm his dad too. Let's have some chili. <laughs> Let's bond <laughs> over peanut butter cookies, you know, but like I used to be really fulfilled by, let me close this next deal. Let me recruit through more people, you know, let me, let me uh, sell 10 more products. Like it was always, and I can do that and I can do that in a day. I can do that in two days. All I have to do is want it and I can do it. And I know I can, um, but it it's, not fulfilling to me right now like it's almost a turnoff which is very different because I I find myself oh my gosh like going I'm about to go off here Lynn but this is life stuff like I find myself you know wondering okay well I've been an entrepreneur uh since I was eight years old Like I used to sell cards for a company and either get $2 per item or a prize. You could sell so many card sets and get prizes, right? Well, I've always been money hungry, financial finances, located money, worth all, you know, always goes back to way little. Um, But so selling is thrilling and challenging and exciting to me. It gets my, you know, you've seen me, like I've seen you, we light up, we get the energy, get so excited. And so for me, I don't have it right now. And it's very, like, I want to say troubling, but it's not troubling because it's not bad, but it's like unsettling. I would say unsettling because I feel lost but I don't feel lost. I just don't know that the direction that I'm going, like you're saying, stay consistent, do it. I'm okay. Yes, let's go. I'm you're right, Lynn. I got, but what am I even doing? <laughs> like, what am no, I? And it's not just about, it's not just about product and coaching and all of that. I'm, I meant as well, like supporting your family emotionally Physically, you're hugging your boys. You're there for them. They they know you are their rock. James might be their rock too, but right now, who's the who? Who is the rock in the house? It's right. you, right? And that has to be emotionally draining. So exhausting. Right? Like that's the weirdness. Like you're saying. The gym is my happy place. The gym is my clearing of my mental. All the things. It's the timing. I'm going to have to adjust the timing because the time with them, I used to be like, okay, to go early. Now I really want to take them to school. I want to see them off. It's shifted. So it's like thrown all these things off for me. It's an adjustment period. It's trait. Like it blows my mind how we get so used to things being a certain way. And then a change comes up, even just a schedule change, like, no, six o'clock's my time. I don't want to change, you know, but it's going to be better in the long run. So, so adjusting, pivoting, you know, versus feel, I love that. Uh, was it you that posted that thing or was it me about 
instead of worrying about taking a step backwards, being a failure, look at it like realigning to get to success. I think it was Some, you. Something like that. Um, I think so too, but um, I just, I have to keep reminding myself that. Like, do you have to <laughs> remind yourself like every day? So what? A, a work in progress. Like just take oh, it yeah. easy, like live with, give yourself grace, move forward, you know, where I think I should be versus where I am. Um, yeah, I, in fact, I was beating myself up last night and this morning um, over something. And I, I wasn't allowing myself to shake it, but then I had to keep asking myself, why are you holding on to it? you know and I know it's not that it's not like a light switch okay let it go so I feel so much better now and I feel even better talking with you but it's a process like I'll share with you offline what it was but it's it really I allowed myself to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and then I wasn't happy with how I showed up so I was beating myself up and I was wearing what people thought and that's b freaking s right right bs so you know then you have to go back to or I do like okay should I have not shared to begin with what was my motive for share like all of these things and it's like starting to overthink it (laughs) and and it's good to think about it but it's a process unraveling it. Yeah, and and also, does that even make like, sense? A hundred times. I mean, like, all, okay. like literally. Um, there's two people that I follow on Facebook that every time they post, every time I see it in my feed, I read it. Some people, I'm like, no, you know, like you scroll, you're like, I know exactly what that's gonna be. Um, but like, I always look at yours. But one of them's like, sister, I am with you. Um, and I share her posts a lot, but she even wrote about it this week. Um, anxiety and how you're so excited. You want to get ready and go out to be with the friends and you're like, yes. And you commit. And then the day of you're like, why did I do this? I don't want to do this. I have nothing to wear. I'm not going, I'm going to say something stupid. And then you get ready and then you go, and before you get out of the car, you're like, don't say anything stupid. Don't talk too much. Don't go too vulnerable and don't be too sexy. That's a Jessica thing because, you know, I just am, I'm open. <laughs> um, but a lot of some people don't like it. So, you know what? I, you have been around. You know what I'm exactly what I'm talking about. I'm a little bit of a pervert. But so you have to like, no, you're not. So then you go in and you're like, oh, my God. Walking up the steps. I don't want to. I don't want to. Door opens. Hey! On the way out the door. That was amazing. I had the best time. I don't know why I worried about anything. It was a great. You get home. You're like. Oh, I'm tired. This was so worth it. You get in bed, you're like, oh my God, did she laugh at me or with me? Did did I actually say did I offend? Did I wait? No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. No, my God, what did I do? And then you fall asleep and then you wake up and you're like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. Why do I go? You know, like that's me. Like I was like, where are you in here? Like, are you watching? (laughs) Like, can you see straight? You know, but to know that somebody else is out there like that it makes me so sad that they go through the same thing that I go through because it's wild but then it also is so validating that I'm not the only one 
then all of that to say, Lynn, I have done the exact same thing. And then I, I do what you just did. And I'm like, oh my gosh, did I say something too perverted? I tried to pull it back. Was I, <laughs> was I too military? Was I too country? Was I too um, sailor mouth? Sometimes I have a potty mouth, not because I'm not intelligent and can't use big words, but because I think I need a, like a, a potty word to express myself I'm working on that accentuate that word that right but like I'm trying to be like that is I'm I'm working on that in my own head but I will tell you that the more tapped out I am emotionally the more I cuss like the more I'm feeling frustrated or tired or sad or anything else and I don't even realize it because I've got the boys here. And if I'm not doing something like this or I'm at my Bible study or like I'm at the gym and you don't really talk a whole lot at the gym. I mean, I want to, but I don't get to because, you know, but anyways, sometimes I'll just blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, who are you? What do you do? Hang out at trucker stops. You're better than that. Like it makes you sound so terrible. But like I have to be I have to pull back and put myself in check and be like, what is even going on? You know, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, and it just kind of has evolved, it was just like spiritual nutrition. Like when you're, there's all different kinds of nutrition. It's not just food, right? Right, right. right. Spiritual and spiritual. Yes. Do I, you know, my faith, I'm a little bit of everything. Yes. I believe in God. Yes. I believe in angels. Yes. I believe in a higher power, whatever you want to call That's like. I don't hitch my cart to one thing. Right. I believe I believe what I believe and I follow my gut now and that's how I roll. And usually I am not comfortable saying that because I feel like people are going to judge me. But this is me. So. I love it. Yeah. But um, do you have any, like what? what is your go-to like when you are, if you're feeling like you need to tap into something spiritual, whether that okay. might be God, except like, I see that you, you go, go for it. So um, I love that you said that because I didn't even think about this as part of the self-love, but it absolutely is. Um, and, and I have seen several things lately about, oh, you don't need to, you know, do all the self-help podcasts, like different people's opinions out there. When I'm feeling some sort of a way, I reach out to people that I trust, mentors, friends, family, safe space. I crave a safe space more than anything else in the world anymore. Um, I guess I don't feel like I want to struggle in every aspect, in every category of my life. So it's really important to create and hold safe spaces for other people and myself that are reciprocal. So I find myself leaning away from toxicity. So there's one way. Um, and I try to fine tune it and, and revamp that list regularly. And I have gotten so much stronger in pushing because you and I talked last week about boundaries and I was thinking about how do I protect myself because that's what a boundary is but people think about boundaries and they're oh boundaries you know you can be extreme about it but it's like protection 
And so that is one way. Um, I am absolutely infatuated, in love with, have a crush on relationship with, even though she doesn't know, um, Tony Jones. And she, I don't know everything about her, but I was introduced to her in Vegas by Lisa Nichols and our um, transformational coach training. And she has a, a CD or DVD, what are they even called now? I don't know. I have it on Apple Music. What are they called? Digital files? Did, yeah. <laughs> what did I just call it? It's I'm digital. I'm a hundred years old. It was a CD. What? Um, but it's called I See Mantras. And she has some other ones. It came out in 2020. So it came out in COVID. But her lyrics to her songs are so powerful, Lynn. If you, do you listen to her? Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't. I'm just grabbed uh, a oh my. piece of paper and a pen. I'm writing it down because I, I will- I'll be texting you. Yeah, I will send it to you, and I will also post it in the link on um, the bottom of this video, and I'll make sure that Jay puts it in the podcast notes as well. But so she basically, like my favorite ones that she has is um, Energy Budget, and it's E-N-E-R-G-Y space B-U-D-G-E-T. And basically, you, I mean, I'm, I, like, I cannot wait until you listen to it because you're going to want to call me and have a conversation. She says, um, like, I will not give my energy to those who don't reciprocate. I will no longer pour into social media just to create my life's commercial. I will be authentic in everything I do. But she sings it and it's beautiful. And then she has one called Vitamin C. And it's like, I mean, it's all, they're all on this. It's it's called I See Mantras. But it's um, in currency. So you think C-U-R-R-E-N-C-Y, currency, like money, at least I did. But it's C-U-R-R-E-N-T-S-E-A, currency. And it talks about how um, she wants to get paid to be me. and It's all positive affirmations. So that is my favorite thing to do right now. And I try to do it on the regular no matter what. Oh, the boys are taking the dogs for a walk. So good. But they're yelling at them and jerking so them good. So good. So good. Um, are you too young for Neil Diamond? <laughs> no, I love it. Like, I the, I thought of the same thing. I'm right in line with Neil Diamond. Um, but so I listen to that, and it really amps me up because I say the words over and over, and I find myself holding on to different lyrics or mantras each time because it's like what you're – what your bucket is lacking and you can fill with, right? Or the glimmer that you were looking for the day to resonate with. So so I listen to that. I pray a lot. And in praying, I talk to God a lot. And I say I have conversations with myself, like good Jesse, bad Jesse, but it's like faith-filled and then maybe negative Nancy Jesse. Or you know what I mean? You picture people... You had the angel and the devil on your shoulders in the cartoon back in the day. But like the way that I brainstorm and have conversations in my head, it's like faith-based, right? Because you're positive or like whatever you say, right? Like I'm a Christian, non-denominational. I find uh, my church is wherever I am, right? My church is my people. Mm. And um, the more connected you are to the earth, the more natural you feel, the closer I feel to God. When I am in the sun, I feel literally, I love to be brown. Okay. Because um, if you can't 
tone it, tan it, although I've been trying to tone it, but, um, you know, tan, tan. You're killing me. Tan cellulite or tan fat. I live in Florida, so it's all bathing suits. Like, you're like, you know, you show skin all the time because it's hot, but. Just keep it hydrated, all right? (laughs) I feel like God is wrapping me in his arms when I'm in the sunshine. Like, I love it. That's what I think of, right? It makes me feel so good. Um, But so, so yeah, those, those are the things that I do for like spiritual nutrition. And then um, I've been trying to be more intentional with my time. So in speaking to, you know, the boys and um, filling the gap or trying to feel closer, um, I've been trying to watch a movie with them or do something that they like to do, you know, more so where it was like, okay, do whatever you want. But then it's like, I, I need to have them out of their rooms. I want that connection with them. So I've been trying to spend more time with them versus by myself or us all be buying being by ourselves because being by yourself can lead to overthinking overthinking yes. can happen anywhere but you know what do you do for spiritual nutrition oh sit in silence i do a little reiki on myself i go walk in the woods hang with the horses um have a really good conversation with somebody that i trust like you, just, just a conversation, you know, just have a cup of coffee with my husband. You know, I started actually carving out time. Like we had a, um, he, my husband is actually a veteran. Um, he was in the army. Oh, thank and him for, so, my, for his service. I will. Um, and so we do something, we do a veteran something. We, we, we have somewhere we go, but so we have a date every week, same time we go and spend some time. Um, and so I used to like bump that, like I didn't make that a priority. Mm. And recently I'm like, no, we, every Tuesday morning, 10 o'clock we do, you know, I call it our date. You know, I mean, we do other things together, but that's just one thing. And unless if it's re you know, if it's really, really, really important, if it's emergency, of course I would do something, but just to, I don't schedule business calls. I don't schedule, you know, that time is I've carved that out every week and it feels really good. I love that so much. And I think it's, it's really become important to me to, when you, when you make the time and it's a priority, like you've made him a priority or you've made yourself a priority because it makes you happy to be with him and time, carving out that time. You know what I mean? Is good for both of you. Like, I think it's something so special and powerful, like even writing to rest or church or meal prep or the things I've been trying to get everything on my calendar. So I know where I spend my time. And then I have things to look forward to. It's really exciting. So I think that's a big deal. And you're making it so that you're both a priority. You know, I'm sure it makes him feel special too, but I think that's awesome. And recognizing that that is part of your um, your love language or how you fill your buckets and then doing it, you know? Exactly. 
a big yeah. deal. What's Reiki? How do you do Reiki on yourself? So uh, are you familiar with, um, we have seven energy centers in our body. They're called chakras. Mm-hmm. We have, okay. So uh, they'll get, energy will get stuck. They'll get clogged for different reasons. And so Reiki is just, I don't heal anybody. You have, you have the ability to heal yourself. But what I do is I help your body to balance itself with intention. I love, I want to do that next time we're together. Let's do it.